podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast that finds the best betting value closer to the first shot being struck than anyone else. And so hello, everybody. Welcome along, Late Tea Time podcast time. And it is uh, James and DT, as always. DT, how are you? I'm very well. How are you? I'm good. And we bring good news this week, don't we? I said at the end of last week's podcast, I was hoping to bring some uh, good tidings to you all. If you're paying attention on that uh, first slide that we always put up, there is a sponsor in the house. We have got, uh, thank you very much to Graham of switchwatersupplier.com. Um, switching made simple. If you're a business and you want to try and uh, save on your water bills, basically switchwatersupplier.com is where it's at. And before we get into the golf today, usually I'm going to be playing this advert about halfway through the podcast, but to welcome them on board and to introduce them to all of you out there, this is what they do. All golfers want to stay away from the water. That splash as your round sinks beneath the surface is never a good sound. But golf courses rely on water to keep those fairways and greens lush. For that post-round shower or the clean glass at the 19th hole, golf courses, indeed most businesses, spend way too much money on their water bills. Switch Water Supplier can cut your water costs and help your business save money. Register now at switchwatersupplier.com. They will do all the hard work and get your business the very best price for your water supply and claim money back if you've been overcharged. Switchwatersupplier.com. Switching made simple. There we go then. So they're our new sponsor of the Late Tea Time podcast, switchwatersupplier.com. It's not just for golf courses, but golf courses use a lot of water. So they're they're basically why Graham, I think, has come on board with our podcast, but any business will do. And if you uh, fancy saving money on your water bills, and why wouldn't you get in touch? Sean Kelly says, very slick, lads. Yeah. Oh, we're into the future now, Sean. We're into the future. Anyway, DT, um, let's get into the present or the next four days anyway, because it's the uh, WM Phoenix Open. I've got the uh, top end of the uh, the market. here. Scotty Scheffler, favourite, 19-4. to 4. Justin Thomas, who I quite fancy, 11-1. to 1. John Spieth, his mate, 18-1. to 1. Max Homer's 18. Sam Burns, 22s. Wyndham Clark is 28. And uh, the rest are 30-1 to 1 or bigger, rolling across the bottom of your screen there. Um, DT, I'll finally, apart from um, you saying hello, I'll finally let you speak. Um, this is uh, always one to look forward to, isn't it? And as we were saying before we uh, pl- pressed... Uh, go live it can be a bit raucous at times <laughs> yeah an understatement yes this is where the uh, you get the massive crowds especially around that 16th hole the par three where very famously tiger woods once got a hole in one there can you imagine that tiger woods a young tiger woods the most exciting golfer of the time making a hole in one on the most noisiest course in the world that that, that is one of the iconic moments of any golf tournament i think uh, so, yes, one uh, we like. This is a regular on the PGA Tour. Uh, unlike last week at Pebble, where we only had three rounds, which is a bit disappointing. Um, not to see it see it play out on that final day. But, but we're in the desert, aren't we? The Arizona desert. So we're going to get four uh, good weather days. Although there has actually been a bit of um, uh, rain in the build-up. So this is, this is sort of relevant to doing yeah. this late, as we do, because... We're perhaps learning a bit more about the course. I've, I've been going through the player interviews, and quite a, a lum, number of them have said 
yeah, it's it's um, it's going to play a bit differently than normal. It's just for the first few days until it dries out a little bit. So it's, it seems to be it's going to favour the longer hitters um, just because there's a bit of wet on the course. But uh, so yeah, um, I can't wait for it to get underway. It's one of the just the the, the sort of great early season events. I really like this one. So uh, I, I mentioned I fancy Justin Thomas. I've uh, I've read a few previews this week and uh, seen a few other people's videos, and a lot of people saying he's starting to come into form, which is why he's second in the uh, with the bookies um, in the uh, in the stakes ahead of play, um, because he's actually starting to hit the ball a bit better. He went kind of trophyless last season, didn't he? But uh, maybe uh, building up a bit of momentum now. Yeah, I think um, when he got picked for the Ryder Cup obviously made a big a difference for his confidence and it's played out in the results. His last four worldwide starts, he's finished in the top six in all of them, a couple on the PGA Tour this season. So I, I agree, James. I think if you... Is he one of your picks as well? Well, he's sort of like a half a pick. So if you make him the other half, um, okay. we've got a full pick between us. It's basically at the, at the top end, you've got Scotty Scheffler who's won this event for the last two seasons. But he's short, isn't he? What is scrolling across there now? Nine, nine to four. Yeah, so he's That's a short. Nineteen to four. He's a short price, Scotty Scheffler, to, to to win it for a third time. But I think Thomas has got an equally good chance. So yeah, I like Justin Thomas. He's got a load of course form, third here a couple of times, fourth, eighth, a few other top twenties. So it's basically, I think he's he's a winner waiting to happen on current form. Now you're just waiting for that course that he likes, and this is absolutely it. So, yeah, the, the, the lively nature of the galleries and stuff won't really. I don't think that'll bother him too much. No, he loves that sort of yeah. feeding off them. So, yeah, if you're having a win-only bet, he would be my choice definitely. Okay, so that's that's kind of a half me, half him. Um, we're going to go all him now, DT. Yes. What are you going to go with first? We we come to you as late as possible. We're coming to you. Uh, we started off about ten o'clock um, UK time this Wednesday. Come as late as possible to try and get DT a chance to get his head around the, the golfing facts and rumours. Where has that led us? Yeah, so a couple of players I'm going to mention, the sort of lesser names, that um, I'm not fully convinced they can beat someone like Thomas and Scheffler and a few of the other top names over four days. But I certainly play them in the first round leader market and I'd play them top 10, 20 side markets, that sort of thing. I mean, you can back them in the full market, but I think maybe you need to just look beyond that basic outright price. I think there are other ways to make money off them. So the first one is Kevin Yu. Do you know him? You heard of Yu? I've heard of him. I am aware of his work. Kevin Yu from Taiwan. Um, he's kind of fairly new name. He, he qualified uh, via the PGA Tour University program. He was leading one of the events just yes. recently, wasn't he? I was watching Absolutely. him on the telly. Yeah. yeah. So he's made four starts this season. He's got a third and a sixth. So he was third in the American Express, which is another desert event. We're in the desert this week, so that bodes well. Six in the Farmers. I think he might – that might be the one you maybe picked him up on where he was leading after day one. So yeah. he's got some first-round leader pedigree. Um, but – and this is one of our favourite little uh, angles here. Do you want to know what he said in his press conference? He said – on, I guess. went to I went to university just around the corner. Virtually, yeah. I went to college at Arizona State for five years, and I'm still living out here. Uh, this is a course I play pretty often, so I just need to bring my A game out there and hopefully have a good result. 
Um, well, he's certainly been doing that this season with a third and a sixth. The weakness he said last year was his putting, which was absolutely true. He said, he, I hired a putting coach last year and, and it's made a real difference. Uh, he did put poorly at Pebble last week, to be fair, but before that, he was 19th for strokes game putting at the Farmers. Also had positive figures at the American Express. So Kevin Yu, yeah, he's someone who was on my radar just because he's played well this season, but then you get that. I went to college and he played here pretty often, sort of add that to the mix. And that noticing that he made a fast start. Who was it who was it that said on Twitter said are you gonna do any first round leader pick? Oh, I saw that, yeah. You were you were looking Nick, at wasn't it? Nick. Nick. Yes, Penny. he was, yeah, Nick. Yeah, so Nick said so Kevin Yu absolutely is gonna be one of mine as a first round leader pick. And it's yeah, kind see. of up to up to you where you play him um in other markets. He was just a little bit short, I thought, in the outright. So I wanted bigger, but he was sort mm. of 70, 80, that sort of thing. Yeah. But for first He's round right. leader, have, have you got a price there? First round he, leader? Well, you can get him anything between 70s and and 50s, depending on the places you choose. But 66 to 1, six places with Unibet looks the best to me. Yeah, okay. As so, I say, I think it's quite a tough order for him to beat everyone over. Um, over the four days, but I could certainly see him putting the, that local knowledge to advantage yeah. um, and getting off to a flyer, which he has done already this season. Well, he's the same price, 66 to 1 roughly, to win the thing. And it's a lot yeah. easier to win over one round than it is to win over four, isn't it? It does seem that way, doesn't it? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so he's he's a good one. So, uh, Kevin Yu goes on to the uh, late tea time podcast betting slip. He's the first pick um, for uh, this uh, event. And uh, Sean Kelly's added, I'm off to back you, says uh, Sean. So uh, good luck. Gamble responsibly, everybody. Gamble responsibly. This is Late Tea Time. The last word in golf betting with James Butler and Dave Tyndall. Second pick this week, DT. Yeah, the other one, another test for you, James. Have you heard of Jake Knapp? No. I know yeah. Kevin Yu, but I'm not familiar not with Jake's Jake Knapp. Work, yeah, no. um, I think a lot of... Uh, golf viewers was kind of saying, mm, I'm not sure about him, Jake Knapp, but he, he did play really well. If you He's watched, a bit dozy, isn't he? <laughs> if you watch the Farmers Insurance Open, um, very good, he he wasn't sleepy at all there. He finished third. That was hey, a so you, you, You've caught up with my Jake now, haven't you? Yeah, it took me a while. <laughs> it's, like, it's late. <laughs> so he finished third there, which was excellent. So, and I, can't, I must admit, I didn't know an awful lot about him. Um, he's no spring. He's no sort of young kid. He's 29, and he's got quite an interesting backstory. I was looking at his PGA Tour profile. So he was a he was a former security guard at a restaurant, where he right. said it used to he used to get incredibly rowdy. I thought well, that, that bodes well for playing in Phoenix, where um, maybe maybe he'll sort of throw a load of them out. He'll go into the crowd. <laughs> um, also, oh no, this made. His bio, you think of all the things. So on his bio, this is the you know of all the things you could pick out. He plays Call of Duty, and he can solve a Rubik's cube. Go, Jake! What a guy! Can you do that? I can play Call of Duty. Um, <laughs> can I solve a Rubik's cube? Yeah, yeah. Can you? How quickly? My best. This was when it first came out back in the day. I did it in 48 seconds, which was good then. But now you get like a lad in China who can do it in about four seconds or less. Ah, you see, I, 
I could. Yeah. I um. I I always used to lose interest. Yeah. I um. I, I bought a book on it and stuff, and yeah, I know. I went that deeply. Yeah, I never went into that that deeply. Yeah. The only way I was able to solve it was by taking it apart, bringing it back together. Yeah, a, a common. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, Jake cheating, Nap... Cheating, really, isn't it? <laughs> but Jake Knapp can do it, and he's he's proud to say so. Um, so the fact that he's finished third in the Farms Insurance just made me have a look at him this week because he does whack it. He gives it a good old hit, and this course is playing long. So I thought, oh, maybe Jake Knapp here. Yeah. But that's where all, all I really had to go on, the fact that he hits it long and he's finished third at Torrey Pines. But then here we go, here we go. It, the first question he was asked today in his press conference... Where were you born? He was born in a bunker on the first time. Yeah, virtually yeah. that, yeah. Um, the first question was, as of November, you said, basically, basically you're living across the street on the Champions yeah. course. So there is a course just over the over the way and and yeah so he said in response to that being able to practice here and to play this course a bunch in the last three months has been really nice and obviously getting into the field this week makes it uh, much better talking about now having his full uh, talk card he says now I feel super comfortable kind of feel like where I'm supposed to be and then the style of course he likes I had a feeling he should like this course and he says I think the longer tougher the golf course and the conditions can be I enjoy that test a bit more. Weeks like Torrey Pines. I know some guys have said horses for courses, and I couldn't agree more. That's just a good golf course for me. If I can hit driver a lot, which you can do here, it's going to benefit my game. I enjoy those weeks. So I think he's played this course a lot. It's going to suit him. He's going to get the driver out. He's playing a bit longer than it might normally have been. Again, look to him for first-round leader. 125 to 1, six places with Skybet. Yeah, there you go. That's a big That's old right. price, isn't it? With, with someone who'll have more of a local angle mm. than you might initially have thought. You'd just thought, oh, well, he's, you'd be backing him at that price because he came third the other week. But now he's got a connection with this and he's been playing. It lives across the road. Local angle, we love that on here. So yeah. maybe he can do us a big favour. And yeah, if he's finished third at Torrey Pines, then he can get in the mix on some level here. So look at look at the outrights, top 10 maybe as well. Yeah. Hopefully he can burn the course up. And then if he lands as the 125 to 1, do what he likes. The rest of the three yeah. rounds, we can put our feet up. Count, the, it, count yeah. the cash. Um, gamble responsibly, though, everybody. 125 to 1 sounds good, but look after yourselves out there. Um, you can see you've been watching, haven't you, the kind of the other people playing this week have been going across the bottom of the uh, screen. But uh, on, on this podcast, anyway, Justin Thomas was a joint pick, 11 to 1 for Justin Thomas to win the thing. And um, first round leader markets, though, you can play them top 20, top 30, whatever else you want to play them for. But Kevin Yu, 66 to 1 for Kevin Yu, six places with Unibet. And then Jake Knapp, for him to be alert and not sleeping, um, 125 to 1, six places with Skybet to be the first round leader. And uh, well, good luck to mm. all of them. Well, to, cash. To, to use a bit of um, an American terminology, you'd call Jake Knapp a sleeper pick, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, you see? Yeah. Oh, it's also beautiful. Yeah. You finally caught up with a joke. <laughs> um, anyway, it's uh, been good to see you, DT. I'll see you again shortly, I'm sure. We'll see you again next week. Um, gamble responsibly out there, everybody. This has been a sports broadcast media production. I should have asked you before I started this roundup. That was it, was it? That was nobody else that you wanted to mention? Uh, 
No. Uh, can I just say, given our new sponsors, the water on the 17th hole is particularly significant. It's a drivable par four, um, but there is water lurking. So that often that can change the whole course of the event, given it's the penultimate hole. So, um, yeah, bit of bit of water news there for you, given our new sponsors. Yeah, nobody likes water, but uh, you can save money on it if you go to switchwatersupplier.com. Thank you to them for sponsoring the Late Tea Time podcast. This has been a sports broadcast media production. Um, cheers to DT. Cheers to all of you out there. And we'll see you again around about the same time. We kind of, you know by now, there's no exact appointment to view, but so we'll be around about the same time next week. Cheers, everybody. Always gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for more information. Sports Social Podcast Network.